The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms with your host, Rev. Galen McDowell. Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. This is the program for spiritually enlightening discussion, interviews, and the practical application of new thought principles to transform your life. Now, here's your host, Rev. Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. This is Galen McDowell, and I am the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois where the Reverend Dr. Derek B. Wells is the senior minister and the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the founder. For those who aren't in the Chicagoland area, Christ Universal Temple is celebrating its 61st anniversary as a New Thought Christian ministry dedicated to teaching people how to live better lives. Um, so you know, we're having a good time this year, this, this October. We're going to have a lot of different things we're going to be doing. So if you're in the Chicagoland area, Please make sure you stop by and celebrate with us. We would love to have you uh, worship with us, fellowship with us, and and add to the consciousness expansion that we're uh, doing at Christ Universal Temple. So that's a good day. So today um, I have a special guest. I've been interviewing people, that, if you all have been listening for the last several weeks, people who I think are making a, a positive impact in the world, people who are doing the work uh, people who are dedicated to the transformation of human consciousness so we can realize our spiritual potential. So today I have a, 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 a comrade on the call as my guest. Today I have the author of the book, A Toolbox to Wake Up Your Spiritual Life, the Reverend Gloria Fitzpritch. Hi, how you doing there, Reverend Gloria? I'm doing great. How are you? I am Excellent, excellent. First of all, let me thank you for coming on the call. 
Um, I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to to come on and bless the listeners of this show with um, with your knowledge and and your consciousness. So thank you. So uh, what I want um, to do before we actually get started is to, you know, hopefully um, give a little bit of background uh, about, you know, like who you are. Um, um, just, you know, who is the Reverend Gloria Fitzpritz? You know, how did how did you become the Reverend Gloria Fitzpritz? All right. So um, on this call, we have the Reverend Gloria Fitzpritz on uh, who is the author of the book, A Toolbox to Wake Up your spiritual life. And uh, before we start talking about the book, Reverend Gloria, could you give the listen, uh, let the listeners know who you are and how did you become Reverend Gloria? Well, I'm uh, Gloria Fitzpritz. I'm the minister of Faith Universal Truth Center, which is a study group in Detroit, Michigan. And we have uh, members uh, throughout the country because we're a teleconference ministry and uh, essentially uh, you can call in and participate in the services that we have and the classes that we conduct. And essentially I've been involved with the Universal Foundation for Better Living for well over 20 years as a teacher and as a minister. As a matter of fact, this is my, October is my 22nd anniversary as an ordained licensed minister. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So you were ordained um, uh, under uh, Reverend Tumpkin's um, leadership under the Universal Foundation for Better Living. Would that be correct? No, I was ordained under Johnny's, Johnny Coleman's, uh, okay. uh, when she was the founder, um, you know, when she was living. I was ordained in 1995. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, that was right before uh, Reverend Coleman um, um Transition a UF Yale over to uh, Reverend Tumpkin. Oh, okay, beautiful. So, yeah. what attract? What attracted you? How did you get involved with uh, New Thought and the Universal Foundation for Better Living? Well, I was I was invited to uh, an anniversary of a study group that was in Cleveland, Ohio. I was invited to the first anniversary, and um, I it I, I tell the story of how all that happened in the book in terms of going to the anniversary celebration. Uh, Johnny was the um, speaker, and it became a interpersonal kind of thing because while I was sitting there, it was just, it was like she and I were the only ones in that room, and she was talking directly to me. And uh, the bug bit me, and essentially I've been... And that was in 1989, and I've been on this journey ever since then. Okay, all right. So uh, looking at this material, you know, looking at your book, um, A Toolbox to Wake Up Your Spiritual Life, uh, why did you write this book? Well, I have been studying and teaching truth principles for well over, as I indicated, 20 years. I started writing because I wanted to share the impact of what, studying and practicing universal principles had had on my life. And the more I wrote and the more I shared, the more I it just it just started to balloon. And essentially what I what I when I finally looked at what I had been writing and what I had been developing, 
I had been actually developing uh, uh, lessons and 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 examples that exemplified the five basic principles and the and basic truth principles uh, as we teach them, you know, in our classes. And so what? Then I went back and and, and proceeded to deal with organizing it to to so that it 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 just sort of exemplifies everything that we teach in our basic truth classes. Uh, and, okay. and that's how it started. It started with me just wanting to share the impact of truth, but then it became, it just sort of ballooned. All right, all right. So um, in your title, A Toolbox to Wake Up Your Spiritual Life, how would you define a spiritual life? Well, we call you know the, we call it the Christ life, spiritual life, um, in that uh, the Christ life refers to a life wherein one has made uh, made a commitment and recognizes a power higher than themselves that is leading and guiding and is the sort of the guidance system for their lives. In that one recognizes that there is this higher power within them that exists and uh, it provides them with whatever they need no matter what it is. And it knows all, is all, and, and can provide all that, all the good that one needs if, in fact, they live by and live from its knowledge and guidance. We call it the Christ life. All right, all right. So... Um, okay. What are the tools needed? Since this is a toolbox to wake up your spiritual life, and I also like that the subtitle is the impact of the metaphysical approach to God. Can you hear me? Okay. So, um, listeners, uh, we we've had a few technical difficulties. So, um, first of all, let me apologize for that. Um, we think we have a handle on it. Again, sincerely apologize. For the technical difficulties, we think we have a handle on it, so we won't have to have um, any disruptions going forward. Um, uh, Reverend Gloria, uh, so what I was asking you before we um, got disconnected was, what are the tools needed to live a spiritual life, since this is a toolbox to wake up your spiritual life? Well, we have, uh, in the Universal Foundation for Better Living, as you are aware, we have uh, a you know a, a systematic program that is designed. However, um, I would indicate that the uh, major uh, tools that are needed uh, in terms of starting to develop one's life is to recognize that we are spiritual beings with a spiritual nature a spiritual origin and a spiritual purpose. And essentially it's the kind of thing where we need to understand that um, the tools that one needs or that one uh, would uh, uh, utilize or or learn how to utilize, if you may, are uh, based upon a foundation of faith and what it is that they base, that we basically teach and believe, and also the fact that the practicing 
life is predicated on what I call get mad, mastery, authority, and dominion. And the Christ life refers to the life which has as its as its core uh, the belief in the fact that the Christ is within. But the three major attributes that play an important part in the expression of uh, of, of of the Christ life is meekness, love, and forgiveness. Uh, meekness is not weakness, nor is it uh, servility. Um, love, which is the idea and divine mind of universal oneness. Uh, and in truth, we teach that love, divine love, is a spiritual gift that each one of us has inside of us. Uh, and uh, then forgiveness releasing and letting go uh, the negatives for the positive. Forgiveness is a mental letting go of all things that we do not desire in our lives, and it means give up for or release. And then we can look at the fact that the tools that are being exemplified in the book are um, the five basic principles, uh, the spiritual powers we have uh, that are represented by the disciples and spiritual laws, and there are a number of spiritual laws. And as as one learns and connects with the principle, the God presence, these laws are unfolded. Okay, so, okay. So uh, I was going to ask you to, for us to be able to expound on this. Um, we're getting close to our first break, so I do need to. Uh, let the listeners know a few things and then if we could just put a pin right there and I would like us to be able for for the second segment to kind of unpack those five principles if you don't mind so people can get an idea what uh, those toolboxes look like um, practically in their lives Uh, so listeners just be reminded that this show along with all the other shows on Unity Online Radio are supported by your donations so as you freely receive freely give go to uh www.unity.fm if um obviously if you're listening to it live you're listening on the website right now click on the donate or giving button and help support this online ministry so we can continue to spread this message around the world people have access to the internet uh and through the podcast um uh the availability to listen to this show in other continents so that people are listening to it in 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 Africa, in Asia, in South America, in Central America, uh, etc., uh, in the Caribbean. So we want to make sure that this information gets out to people and touches the lives that the, it needs to touch. Also, be reminded that this show has a Facebook page, Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Click on it, like it, give it a five-star rating and a positive review. That's my request. And if you listen to this show later on on iTunes or Stitcher, uh, make sure that you go on and give it a five-star rating and a positive review. It helps the algorithms promote the show. So please make sure all of those things get handled. That's my request of you. And we'll be right back with Truth Transforms.
Unity Online Radio brings you inspiring programs on a variety of spiritual topics. Giving to the network is now easier than ever. Simply text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone. You can make a one-time or recurring donation. Your gifts help us offer enriching spiritual programs that reach listeners around the world. Text Unity Radio to 72727. Thank you for your support. Where can you hear some of the great spiritual speakers of our day? All in one place. At Unity Village, the evening of October 18th when the Association of Global New Thought comes to campus. Prepare to be inspired. Hear powerful presentations from Michael Beckwith, Roger Teal, Donna Johnson, Wendy Craig Purcell, Temple Hayes, Ken Gordon, David Goldberg, Kevin Ross, and Unity CEO Jim Blake. If you can't be there, watch on live stream. Visit unityvillagechapel.org. If you've ever wondered how a specific Bible verse might be interpreted metaphysically, then Interpret This is for you. In Interpret This, Unity Minister Rev. Ed Townley answers your questions about the Bible and how to apply its verses to your life with passion, depth, and spiritual insight. To submit a question or to enjoy any of his numerous metaphysical interpretations, visit unity.org and click on the Interpret This box. Someone once said there are two ways to get to the top of an oak tree. Climb the tree or plant an acorn and wait. If we expect changes to happen in our lives, we may want to consider climbing. Plus, changes needn't be monumental. Sometimes it's as easy as an attitude shift. Life is what we bring to it. Do you have a job that seems less than exciting? When you walk through the door, bring joy with you. Life looks better when viewed through a positive attitude. Are you facing a health challenge or surgery? Get rid of your fears by focusing instead on spirit working in and through you. When you remember that with God all things are possible, your outlook cannot help but change. Today, wherever you go, whatever you face, do so with joyous expectations. Release your inner splendor and allow the light and love of God to guide your way. This Mindful Moment is brought to you by Daily Word magazine. Finding time for the positive reminders in Daily Word is easy with the digital edition. Perfect for smartphones and readers on the go. Give it a test run with our 30-day free trial offer. Learn more at unityonlineradio.org slash dailyword. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now, here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I have um, uh, the Reverend Gloria Fitzpritch on the show uh, to discuss her book, A Toolbox to Wake Up Your Spiritual Life. So, um, Reverend Gloria, uh, could you, um, you know, explain to the listeners the five basic principles that we teach in the Universal Foundation for Better Living that you wrote in your book as part of the tools that we need to live a spiritual life? Um, there are five basic principles that, you know, we uh, teach, but, you know, of course there's many more. But 
the omnipresence of God, that there is only one presence, one power in the universe, and that God is everywhere evenly present in everything and everywhere. God is the very essence of everything that is. And there is not a spot where God is not. So we, we say that God is in and permeates everything. And in the uh, uh, book, we also talked about the uh, the fact that science has finally caught up with us and, and identified the God particle is now recognized by science as this unexplainable substance that permeates everything that is in the universe. And we knew it all along as being God. You know, this God uh, that science has discovered is what uh, Christians have always called God or Hindu God or Muslim God or Judaic God. So there is only one presence and one power, and that one presence and one power permeates everything. And then we'll... I, I can't hear. There's a lesson that explains that in detail. Can you hear me? I can hear you now, um, but, but part of it dropped. Okay. Um, the the second uh, basic principle is the divinity of man. Uh, humans are made in the image and likeness of God and have all of the attributes of God. In other words, I call, call myself a mini-god. God is spirit, and humans are spiritual beings that are clothed in physical bodies. The spirit, God, of humans is the real or the unseen. Um, we, the next one is the power and the value of thought. Now, this is the one that I feel is really sort of uh, not given the kind of attention that it should be, but it is, I feel that it's the most, one of the most powerful principles that we teach, and that there is this power and value to every thought that we think, because everything that exists is predicated on the thoughts that we think, and I say that thinking is the key to our real life, because every thought that ever has been or ever shall be or everything, rather, that has been or ever will be was a thought first in some form or another. And unfortunately, the power of thought and thinking is misunderstood and underrated and is not given the attention that it must be given in order to undo many of the errors in our lives and to develop appropriate situations and maintain those situations uh, which are for our highest good. So that's number three, the power and the value of thought. Um, and then the number four is practicing the presence. Uh, the thing is is that we, uh, in New Thought, it's, it's practical Christianity, meaning that we have to practice what it is that we're learning or and the recognition constantly and consistently uh, of the presence of God in everybody and everything, 20, it's a 24-7 job. In other words, this is a way of life as opposed to just some fad that or some sport that we take up. Um, we must consciously practice and recognize that God is always present in us and everywhere, 
and to honor and praise God's presence at, at all times is our responsibility. So practicing the presence, that is uh, the uh, significance of, of, of the fourth principle. And then the fifth principle is the law of demonstration. If we focus on and become proficient in our recognition of God's presence, our divinity, the power and the value of our thoughts, practicing God's presence, we demonstrate the good that is God's will for us. In other words, and 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 I was my hands were slapped when we used to call them the righteous brothers, because if we yeah. are proficient in our right thoughts, right words, right feelings, right actions, and right reactions, then you know the demonstrations that we uh, have in our life will always be for our highest good. So those are the five basic principles, and in the book there there is a story or a lesson that I've developed that that sort of expounds on each one of them uh, because essentially it's the kind of thing where uh, how it works is how you utilize it, basically, those five basic principles. Okay, so... And, and working with it, and obviously, you know, these are same five basic principles that are taught at every Universal Foundation for Better Living organization. Uh, and restated, um, it's also the same basic principles that are taught in in unity, uh, stated right. in different ways. Um, you know, just kind of expounding on some of the things that you you've already shared, um, and and looking through your book. Um, you know, one of the things that I always try to get across to people when we're talking about the five basic principles is, you know, uh, the omnipresence of God, uh, you know, shifts your perception about, you, you know, life, God, life, universe, etc. cetera, uh, by realizing what does it mean, as you said, to really say one presence, one power? What does that mean? And how does that shift your thinking? Because technically that should shift it and put you in a new paradigm. A new paradigm of right. thinking that you live, move, and have your being in God, and what that and what does that practically look like when you start talking about things like you know our statement of faith is God's will that every individual on the face of this earth should live a healthy, happy, and prosperous life. What that looks like for me, and based upon some of the material that you wrote in your book, you know I don't want to just start quoting quotes out of your book, but. Um, you know, you go into the details of, you know, God is spirit and God is love and, uh, you know, you know, God, you know, the invisible, uh, you know, energy and, you know, et cetera. Uh, I think those things are important because it makes you think uh, about God differently than a, than a superhuman male up there somewhere with a, with a beard and long hair. Uh, the imagery that we're given as human beings many times uh, limit our ability to contemplate the allness of God and separate God from the uh, uh, a being with a human personality and change it to a presence that is the presence, principle, and spirit of absolute good. Uh, what, what do you think about that, just on the omnipresence of God part? Well, you know, it's, it's interesting you would say that because of the fact that uh, we, we, we tend to, we, we're, we, we say, we teach that God, we're made in God's image. 
But what we do is we try to make God in our image. We have tried to personify God in that uh, we made him a person uh, who has, uh, as you indicated, a, a, a big long beard and sits up on this throne and what have you, when in fact, you know, uh, God is spirit. God is a, how can God be everywhere evenly present uh, and be uh, a solid uh, matter uh, in a body? sitting up on the throne, and see that, that learning that you have God, this, this essence of the spirit inside of you, uh, in miniature form, what I say, that, that has all of the attributes of the goodness and the love and the power and the, all of the uh, uh, attributes of God, uh, then essentially that, that, that is the biggest, that is the biggest responsibility and, 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 and task, if you may, that we have in terms of transforming our thinking and uh, taking God out, out, of, out, of some, out, of, out of the sky from somewhere. You understand what I'm saying? And right. so essentially, what, 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 when we say that, that we are one in the one, what, we're, what, what, what we have done is, is that we are elevating our belief and making the commitment to that essence within us to become the guiding force, to become the, 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 the CEO, if you may, of our lives and, 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 and lead and guide us in that right and perfect way and to allow us to be able to do all and be all and, and that we were created to be because if we were made in the image of the all, allness that he is, then essentially we have the ability to tap into the potentiality, unlimited potentialities that exist. But essentially what we do is, is that we want to humanize it and, and deal with making God into uh, this uh, structure of the limitations that we put on ourselves as humans. And... Um, as opposed to uh, recognizing that we do have this awesomeness within us and access to it whenever we need it, not on just on some special day. All right, all right. So I think that what goes along with that then is when when people have that type of concept about God that's no longer anthropomorphic, but um, in alignment with what the mystics of all ages have taught for centuries, uh, the presence and power, uh, not uh, not a being, but being itself, it it shifts the understanding of what it means to be the image and likeness of God. Because if, if and we believe it is, God is all that what you just described and what you described in your book, then uh, that shifts how we perceive ourselves. Because if I'm the image and likeness of what all that you just said, then mm-hmm. that means I'm pretty awesome, even if I don't know yes, it. Yes, you are. Yeah. You know. And see, that's, that's it. And, 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 and in truth, what we teach is the reason why we don't, the reason why we suffer is we have forgotten that we, have, that we are spiritual beings, that we have a spiritual nature because we are uh, 
created in the oneness, if you may, of spirit, that we have a that that, that our origin is from the spirit of God and that our purpose is to express that allness. So essentially what you know what what we have then is is you know we have we have to wake up. We've been asleep. We we you know we're in walking around like you know zombies that appear to be animated but essentially we have we're we're sleepwalking. You know and and this is the wake up call. Hey, you have this stuff, all this stuff in you. You are it. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So um, we're, we're a couple of minutes from uh, the, the, the second and last break. So I do want to let people know that they can get your book, A Toolbox to Wake Up Your Spiritual Life, on Amazon.com. Is that correct? Correct. correct. All right. Uh, and if people wanted to get in contact with you or be in, get involved with your teleconference ministry, how would they? Um, how, what is the number or information they need to have to get in contact with you? Well, our teleconference uh, um, uh, services happen every Sunday, eleven thirty a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and the number is six four one seven one five three six nine zero. And there's an access code, which is 707-474. That number, again, is 641-715-3690. And the access number is 707474. All right. So, what, so those who want to plug in and uh, listen to her uh, service teleconference, uh, lessons can do so every Sunday, and now you've had the uh, access, the phone number, and access code. And if you need to r- write it down again, you can always listen to the show again once we post it on the podcast or on the website to make sure that you are connecting with her Faith Universal Truth Center for Better Living teleconference um, uh, ministry. We want to make sure that you have access to all of the information that you could ever utilize th- to help you shift. You know, we can't shift you, but we can give you the information and the information then you must utilize and make it your own. Because as Emmett Fox once wrote, there's no such thing as undemonstrated understanding. So once you get it, <laughs> you have it. You know, now there are degrees of getting it. But what you do get, what you do comprehend you can demonstrate in your life because it'll demonstrate itself. So we're going to take our second break and we'll be right back with Truth Transforms. Do you ask with childlike wonder, what is the nature of God? Who is Jesus? What is the Christ? How do we know what we know? When you ask these or other heart-centered questions about the non-physical, intangible aspects of life, you are, on some level, a student of metaphysics. New from Unity House and nearly five years in the making, Heart-Centered Metaphysics, a deeper look at Unity teachings, is now available. This is Paul Hasselbeck, author of this quintessential study guide. Enjoy a deeper exploration of universal spiritual principles and truths, whether you are just starting or have been seeking for years. Each thought-provoking chapter of Heart Center Metaphysics speaks to truth-seekers like you. 
providing essential tools to help elevate your consciousness and create spiritual transformations in your outer life and circumstances. Order your copy today from the Unity Online Store at www.unity.org. Then click on Shop. Sometimes you might feel so alone with your problems, you don't know where to turn. We invite you to call Silent Unity, the 24-7 prayer ministry, where someone is waiting to pray with you every day at any hour. Listen and relax as you hear the beautiful words affirm the highest and best outcome for you and those you love. No matter what's going on in your life, Silent Unity is always standing by. The toll-free number is 1-800-NOW-PRAY. Be sure to grab the latest issue of Unity Magazine and read the interview with Ram Das, the iconic spiritual leader of the 60s. He's now focused on how to age consciously. Spiritual author Thomas Moore reflects on grumpy old men and women. And Barbara Bowen writes a touching story about her experience as a caregiver to her mother with dementia. To subscribe to Unity Magazine, go to unity.org and click on Publications. What if you could start each day with a positive outlook, remembering you are a divine expression of God? Daily Word is a booklet of daily devotionals offering positivity that's downright contagious. With a print subscription or by email, you can pause to reflect on how to practice spirituality in your human experience. Reading Daily Word takes about a minute a day, so you can feel uplifted every morning. Visit dailyword.com to subscribe. What got you started on your spiritual path? Minister and radio host Paul John Roach says his path began when he heard George Harrison of the Beatles talking about Hindu philosophy and meditation. Paul John writes about it in the current edition of Unity Magazine. And don't miss the interview with Eben Alexander, the neurologist whose near-death experience led him to write Proof of Heaven. It's all in the September-October edition of Unity Magazine. Go to unity.org and click on Publications. You've been listening to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. If you have questions or comments about today's program, or if you'd like to join in on the discussion, email us at truthtransforms at unity.fm. Now back to Truth Transforms. All right, welcome back to Truth Transforms. Uh, Reverend Gloria, I want to uh, just kind of jump on a couple of quotes that you have in your book. Um, I want to quote a few things. And just get, kind of get your, you to expound on um, some of these ideas. On page 64 of a Toolbox to Wake Up Your Spiritual Life, you wrote, Every mental picture and idea must produce after its own kind. Whether the picture is good or bad, it's the law. And the law is unchanging. It does not question or challenge what is, what is transmitted to it. It just performs its duty and gives us what we order. We are the architect, we design, we formulate the ideas, sculpt the model, and then build our house, our consciousness. We create the world with our thinking. We are the thinker that thinks the thought that makes the things that appear in our life, world, and affairs. Could you expound on that, please? Yeah, you know, the, the whole, when you hear people say, uh, uh, the Lord bless, bless the Lord, the Lord bless me, or something to that effect, you need to understand that when we're saying Lord, we're saying the law. Because if God is everything there is, then essentially 
what we're doing is understanding that the thoughts that we think, and that's why I said that the the power and value of thought is probably the most underrated uh, principle that we teach because we don't give that much. We really don't. It, it, people think that if they don't say stuff out loud, that in fact, uh, you know, it doesn't have any impact. But we need to understand the power of our thoughts because the picture we think in pictures. We deal with uh, developing uh, whatever it is in pictures, and then we proceed to transmit or transform it into uh, words and then on onto paper and then eventually that which it is that uh, we want in our life. But the key factor here is, is that when we're doing this, when we're thinking and we're operating like the architect. The thoughts that we think formulate those things that we want in our life. And so if we focus on some something negative, uh, then we're we're sculpting and, and developing that in in mind and then essentially it ultimately becomes manifestation in form in our life or in some form uh, in our world. All right, all right. So when when people are talking about the, you know, I'm the thinker who thinks the thought that makes the thing, we have to take that literally. That, yes, we do. You know, my consciousness is really creating expression or form. and um, But doesn't that really put the responsibility back on the individual? Absolutely. In other words... Uh, these tools that we have been given or that we have access to, uh, we have the responsibility of using them. And we can either utilize them correctly or we can misuse them. And, and, and that's why we say, you know, God's in every, everybody, everything, and what have you. It's, in the, uh, it's, it's either you use the law to your good or you misuse the law. And that's why we have people that are criminals, that, that because what they're doing is they're using the law because essentially what they're doing is planting seeds that uh, are, are, are not for, not in keeping with the goodness that God has for us, but essentially uh, they have the choice. Because, see, we were given, we were given the, uh, that is one of the greatest gifts that we were given, and that was the power to choose, to choose uh, either to go left or choose to go right or choose to go straight, choose to go around. I mean, it, it, it's, it's what we were taught to do. I mean, you know, we were given the choice to do, if you may. So, yeah, all right. An arch- oh, go, go ahead, please. An architect, me. if you think about an architect, he, he develops a plan. He has, a, he has an idea of what a building is going to look like in his mind first. He puts it down on paper or for the blueprint, and then essentially he gives it to the foreman and, and people on the construction line builds the building. We're doing the same thing with our consciousness, and our consciousness is our world, that which it is that we live in. Yes, yes. So you you kept bringing up law, law, universal law, universal law. And on page 82, you wrote uh, under rule, you cannot break the law. The law breaks you. 
If you misuse the law, you pay the penalty. It is the supreme ruler of action and good in operation through man and all his creations. It is the it is the working power that produces results for God as law. Excuse me. It is the working power that produces results for God as law is the manner in which God as principle expresses. The idea of order is an is the idea of adjustment. As this is established in man's thoughts, his mind and affairs will be at one with universal harmony. Could you continue to expound on that, please? Well, the thing is, is that we need to understand that the law, universal law, is orderly. It is the orderly working of God, of being, of principle. God is law. God, if God is everything, God is the action, God is... So essentially it's the kind of thing where you need to understand that the law, we can't break God by misusing it. We're, um, the law is breaking us. And uh, essentially we need to deal with understanding that the law is, does not change. It does not deviate. It, it is what it is. God is it, and essentially, if we misuse it, then essentially what we're doing is is, is that we're just, uh, it's like having a, a, a recipe, and either you deal with using the right ingredients or and get the results that you want, or you don't use the right ingredients or or put too much of one ingredient in and you get something that you did not want or that that was undesired that is undesirable. All right, all right. So, um, you know, because you know, we have about 4 minutes left for the show. Uh, so I, I don't want to get into a long point. Uh, one of the things I do want to point out in your book that I think is really important um, for listeners who do get the book on page 46, um uh, and she's breaking down lessons and truth. Now, for those who listen to this show, you know that if you go back several years and you go through my archives, you'll discover that I taught lessons and truth chapter by chapter. Because lessons and truth is the primary class I teach in the Johnny Coleman Institute in Chicago. Uh, basic oh, really? truth principles, too. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm a basic truth principles. Well, you know, I could teach all the subjects, you know. <laughs> but uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not a new thought book that's been created. I don't think I can teach because uh, it goes, you know, not, you know, not, not being conceited. I'm just convinced. But, uh, uh, but all joking aside, the the what I'm how I view your book is an explanation of, of lessons and truth in a way. You're you're, you're modernizing the language. Uh, using modern examples, using your life and life of other people, uh, modern science, etc., to explain some of these concepts that they didn't have the language to explain 120 years ago or so. So I think it's important to understand that, you know, that we have an opportunity to reevaluate the basic principles of our uh, New Thought Christian uh, philosophy and, the- and theology. And um, And you took the time to you know, take what it seems as though the work you have been doing with your own people and putting it into a system so people can be able to digest it. So I, I do want to thank you for that because that does matter. Uh, um, 
we have to continue to add to our tradition and not just lean on those who did the work before us. So, you know, um, you know, I, I do think that that does matter. And that's why I'm, you know, I wanted you on the show and I, I you know, I want to recommend to the listeners that you go on amazon.com and that you purchase a toolbox to wake up your spiritual life uh, because, um, you know, it has empowering information that if worked with, you can uh, transform your experiences. And if you want to be able to contact her, you can contact her directly. So it's not so you have the ability through the number of information she gave you to be able to uh, directly connect with the author. So if you have questions, it's just easier just to ask the author because she wrote it. So I do want to, um, again, acknowledge you. Thank you for coming on the on the show. But more importantly, thank you for the 20 years helping the Universal Foundation for Better Living make its impact in the world. And thank you for writing the book. Thank you for inviting me. I, I, I certainly appreciate it. And um, um, I would like to, if it's okay with you, I would like to be able to give my email address and they could send questions to that if they'd like to also do that. Absolutely. Please, okay. please give it twice and spell it if need be. Okay, that's um, G J F I A M at Comcast dot net. That's G for Gloria, J for Jean, F for Fitzpritch. I am at Comcast dot net. And um, as I indicated, the teleconference services are uh, every Sunday at eleven thirty Eastern Standard Time. And the access number um, is 641-715-3690. The access number is 707-474. We would love to have you join. And we have people all over the country from Texas to uh, Georgia to uh, Illinois even uh, and who join us on Sunday mornings for our services. And we'd be very, very happy. It is very informal. And my prayer, and you were saying, my prayer for this book or the goal for this book was to make it plain, that people could see that, in fact, uh, we didn't have to ask questions, that we could just learn how to do and to be what it is that God has uh, created us to be. It was to share the truth and how it has had an impact on me. And it to be utilized as a reference that one can utilize and say, aha, yeah, uh, she that happened to her or this is how this works for me kind of scenario. And we've never had a, a UFBL um, author that combined some of the explanations on and a collection of laws and principles, and we've always had to rely on other references. So I hope that it eventually will be able to utilize this or it will help. Uh, sounds like a plan. So that just sounds like a larger conversation we can have when we all get together. So uh, <laughs> so, so uh, we got to go because I got to make room for the show that's coming on after this one. But thank you again, Reverend Gloria. Uh, listeners, get the book. And I'll be with you next week with Truth Transforms. Okay. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Join us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for live discussions about how to live a spiritually transformed, prosperous, healthy, and joyful life. Truth Transforms, only on Unity Online Radio.
This program is brought to you in part by Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Online at www.cutemple.org and on Facebook and Twitter under CU Temple. away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio, the teachings of Unity's founders, almost a hundred years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on Unity FM. The voice of an awakening world. Remember when you entered first grade? Did you find it hard to believe you'd ever be able to learn and do all that was expected of you? Do you remember how, through your own consistent effort and the support of your parents and teachers, you did learn the basics and went on to master more complex skills? Life is a process similar to the one we experience in school. As we move through life and attempt to expand our awareness of who we are and what life is all about, we encounter new problems, such as the schoolroom of daily living. We can approach each situation with a positive attitude, take one step at a time, and know it's only a matter of persistence before we arrive at a solution. Repeated efforts will accomplish any undertaking. This law of life is brought to you by Unity. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. Are you ready to live in joy? Is there an area of your life where you could use a miracle? Have you been praying for help and guidance? Come join Lisa and Bill and their guests for an hour filled with practical tips on experiencing miracles, greater abundance, focused, deliberate living, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Experience more joy in life. Listen to Living in Joy, Reflections on A Course in Miracles, with Lisa Natoli and Bill Free, every Friday at 2 p.m. Central, here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Somewhere tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio, the teachings of Unity's founders, almost a hundred years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. 
Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Unity Classic Radio, words from our past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Remember when you entered first grade? Did you find it hard to believe you'd ever be able to learn and do all that was expected of you? Do you remember how, through your own consistent effort and the support of your parents and teachers, you did learn the basics and went on to master more complex skills? Life is a process similar to the one we experience in school. As we move through life and attempt to expand our awareness of who we are and what life is all about, we encounter new problems, such as the schoolroom of daily living. We can approach each situation with a positive attitude, take one step at a time, and know it's only a matter of persistence before we arrive at a solution. Repeated efforts will accomplish any undertaking. This Law of Life is brought to you by Unity. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. Are you ready to live in joy? Is there an area of your life where you could use a miracle? Have you been praying for help and guidance? Come join Lisa and Bill and their guests for an hour filled with practical tips on experiencing miracles, greater abundance, focused, deliberate living, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Experience more joy in life. Listen to Living in Joy, Reflections on A Course in Miracles, with Lisa Natoli and Bill Free, every Friday at 2 p.m. Central, here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts.